You're listening to episode number 322 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without ever giving us money. Also, you can get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Tony, I was able to secure a new toy and be injured by it before <laughs> I could tell you that I got it. Uh, don't worry. Twitter Twitter tells all, and I, and I saw <laughs> both. I, and uh, uh, in the who didn't see that injury coming right, category. Yeah, right. exactly. Do you want to talk about it now or do you want to wait until later on? No, we can talk about the road rash. I, uh, yeah, yeah. How'd that happen? I, I knew it was coming. It's one of those things like when you get a motorized vehicle, you're like, and, and, and you use it primarily for recreation. You're like, this is going to hurt me in some way. In some way, this thing's going to get me in trouble. It's going to, it's, it'll be my fault, but I don't want to be reckless. And, and I, in my defense, was not reckless uh, to, to get into this accident. All that happened was I was pulling a Yui with it, and the way that you turn on the scooter is you, you know, lean to your left or your right, and I leaned a little too in and then gave it throttle, and it started to take off on me, and that's how I ended up getting, getting my road rash. I was very proud of it. Cameron was not amused, but... This, this is why he has to wear a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I do wear a helmet. Yes. Because I this that thing goes like twenty mile an hour, <laughs> and I'm like I respect twenty mile an hour. I never did before. Now I do. <laughs> it's a little faster than you think it is, isn't it? When you're right. enclosed in a vehicle, there's a little right. there's a little pep in twenty mile an hour when it's just you and the road. <laughs> and nothing in between you. <laughs> but, well, um, I'm I'm glad you're okay, and I'm glad that that beautiful head of yours is covered by a uh, by a helmet. Oh, thank you. Well, listen, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Las Vegas, Spanish for the meadows, named after early settlers found natural water springs in the valley, was a critical element to why William Clark created, wanted to create a train station in the area because steam engines need water. We got that from the book Las Vegas Behind the Tables. That had never occurred to me. I, I, I had always known that he had elected Vegas, but the the water just didn't occur to me for steam trains. Right. I just, it, steam trains, I didn't make the connection. 
It, well, it's um, I think Vegas is halfway between what Salt Lake City and in L.A. It is, and, and that's that's what I had always understood it to be. But it, it, it was uh, apparently if it didn't have this resource, you know, it he would have kept going looking for a different spot. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Cool. Nice. Let's move into Twit Pick of the Week. Well, this week's picture by at Tony Ilya is not a model. It reminds me of one. Models have always fascinated me. Something about miniature worlds and the attention to detail truly captures my imagination. They somehow have the ability to capture the essence of a place. Essence? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fully aware of your essence. Yes. <laughs> it's wow. spread all over the Las Vegas <laughs> Boulevard right now. <laughs> While only representing those details necessary to do it. Those details just happen to be the elements that evoke memories of a time worth remembering. I know there's more, but I'm like, I think it sounds better. <laughs> just, okay. I'm just, editing just myself on the go. Holy shit, that's a first. <laughs> I, look out. Listen, I, I almost commented on it, but I, tr- I do my best. I really do, because uh, as the listeners well can imagine, I get the, the script ahead of time. I know who the twit pick of the week is, so I try not to ever make running commentary on it because it would be weird that I would comment on one and not all the other twit pick nominees. But <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to say on this picture is, again, I am team no more canopy for the exact reason. As you explain here, you're right. It really does. This could be a miniature world that when you get into the the nuance, you get to, you appreciate things more. And frankly, in my opinion, I think the canopy distracts from it. It's a cool throwback picture. That's interesting. (laughs) I I don't don't know what else I can add to it. (laughs) It's almost better that you don't. It's adorable that you're like, it's a cool picture. I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so wait a minute. So I'm half the time, the if I don't have anything to say, you're like, why aren't you contributing to the show? And then when I call out and say, well, I think it's a really cool picture, then now you're con- you're critiquing what I'm contributing. You're I can't right. win here. You're, you're right. I'm, I'm putting it in the line. And one other thing for the listeners at home, we don't do this over Zoom. So it's it's literally I've got I've got Mark and Karen in in my ears. They have me in their ears. So they can rip off one another. They can see each other and, and know when they're going to go for a joke or know when they're going for a pregnant pause for the purposes of, of making a joke. I just kind of <laughs> sit here and wait. Do I hear anything else? Nope. Okay. We just keep rolling. <laughs> so if Mark, if Mark doesn't edit out that pregnant pause between, you know, the last person talking and poor little Karen chiming in with the comment, it just sounds like there should be crickets in between. <laughs> <laughs> but I do it to ensure that I never move on before everyone's uh, had their opportunity to say what they wanted to chat about. But yeah, as always, we you will are a pro. To- You're definitely a pro because it, that's got to be, and I, we said this before, I think, to, as you point out, Mark and I can see each other's facial expressions and kind of know what's going on. You do a great job of, you know, being part of the conversation, even though you can't see what, what's on. So you are a pro at that, sir. I appreciate it. As always, we will link to the... Um, okay, how about I read those words that are on the paper? As always, we will link to the photo on our blog featured on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. So before we talk about the fun and the exciting stuff, we do have a little bit of, uh, you know, sobering uh, news to talk about. So tell us real briefly, uh, Mark, about the Vegas shootings. Yeah, a Black Lives Matters protest on the Strip turned violent this week when a Metro police officer was critically shot in the head near Circus Circus. 
Uh, although I hear it's not, it wasn't critically, it was near critical. He's, he's, he's amazingly, I guess he's, he's still alive impressively. and he's still fighting for his life. So after, after surgery, they got most of the bullet out and said that they did not see significant brain damage. So they were slowly starting, I mean, he's on life support, but they were starting to bring him out of the coma, the last that I heard. Yeah. The suspect was apprehended and, of course, faces felony murder charges. Which I have to say, I'm super impressed at how, because they, they didn't catch him right away. They found him on a surveillance camera oh, yeah? and arrested him within like six hours. He was staying at a motel across the street. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, staying the fact that they- Staying in a motel, for real. Mm-hmm. Right across the street. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He wasn't technically even part of the protest. He was just standing there. What a tool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in a downtown protest, police shot and killed a protester who reached for one of their guns that they were openly carrying. I had to read that several times to make sure I got it right. One of the guns yes. they were open. I forget carry. how many he and had. And it's not on even him. that. Listen, open carry, if you want to do that, that's fine. Why do you have more than one? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean, honestly, that just seems like you're begging for trouble. Because yeah, oh, if you if you have to bring four guns, you're planning on. Right, you're looking to go You down. know, all right, I'm going to have to reload at some need, point. Let me just bring an extra bullets. one. I need all <laughs> of them. Right. And then why would you reach for it in front of. Excuse me, in front of you know the officers. Well, I know, right? I, I think I'd be slowly moving. <laughs> exactly. I know. Who do you fuck with least in a line of people that you see? I'm gonna fuck less with the guy who's got four guns strapped to himself. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be very respectful and be like, I'm gonna go this other way, sir. Right. <laughs> Can I buy- can I buy you a hot dog? <laughs> Pardon me, sir. It looks like you were walking this way, and I was inconsiderately in your way. It, right. Nice. Exactly. I was breathing your air. My apologies. My apologies. Battleborn pins are Disney-quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever-expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, the Mint. Milton Pro, majority owner of the Sahara and the Aladdin at the time, opened the Mint on Fremont Street in 1959. The design, engineering, fabrication, and installation of the property's marquee was documented by the company behind all of it, Yesco. Eight years before the non-for-profit known today as the Neon Museum was created, this 96-foot-tall sign, considered one of the most memorable in Vegas history, was lost to the world in 1988 when Binion's acquired the property and expanded into the space. This mini piece of vintage awesomeness costs $10 alone or $26 as part of the Vintage Vegas Combo Pack, which includes the Stardust, Shower of Stars, and the Dunes Turret Marquee. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price by another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to battleborn.shop or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for Battleborn Pins. All right, all right. Now, let's talk about something fun, which is what everybody wants to hear about. Las Vegas reopens. June 4th, the nightmare concluded 78 days after it began. When we left you, people were bitching about plastic straws. Now there are giant plastic dividers everywhere. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, I don't know what they're made of. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anybody to be like, they're, like, they're not, they're a polymer. I don't care. They're plexiglass. I mean, they're clear, yeah, but sure. they're plexiglass, yeah. <laughs> Included in the reboot, reboot, uh, all the properties under the uh, Free- Fremont Street Experience Canopy, also Plaza, El Cortez, and Downtown Grand. Who is Downtown Grand, by the way, is offering $1 blackjack and beer, at least during their reopening. I don't know how long they're going to keep that thing open. Nice. Cosmopolitan's open, Win and Encore, Venetian Palazzo, Sahara, and Stratosphere. For the big boys, 
MGM is only opening MGM Grand, Bellagio, and New York, New York, with Excalibur coming online on June 11th due to high demand. And Caesars is only opening Caesars and Flamingo, with Harris and Link coming online next week due to high demand. Expect that trend to continue. Yeah. Vito Vegas is reporting that demand is higher than the suggested 50% capacity, so the properties aren't enforcing it, and instead they're running at about 70% capacity. Social distancing between, or social dis, social distancing is being addressed differently depending on a pro, on the property. Some are simply removing chairs, some are turning every other machine off, and a few are actually using the plastic dividers that we joked about. Wait a minute, no, a few, yeah, few of, a few of are. There you go. A few of them are using. Speaking of jokes, it was also rumored that Park MGM was doing so bad post rebranding that they're floating around the idea of going smoke-free, or at least trying to enforce that in a casino. Smoke-free Vegas is a concept that has been floated around for a while, and while I don't think it's something that would destroy Vegas, the thing that I don't like about it is it takes away a vice from somebody. Like, part of what's cool about Vegas is, like, you can fucking do anything there. It's great. Literally, they got prostitution. You can literally do anything there. It's great. And when they start taking away stuff like that, like... Like, if only in places like New Orleans and and Las Vegas should there be allowed all manner of vice, <laughs> including smoking. I don't know. It just yeah. I, I'm a big proponent of freedom to, not freedom from. Anyways, uh, the attractions are coming online now, uh, and the shows are expected to come back online July 1st. Some of those attractions are things like The Pool, and <laughs> which surprised everybody, <laughs> right? Um, like the roller coaster and the Eiffel Tower, like all that shit's up and running. Some properties are taking your temperature before you enter. Most offer a mask, but but none require it. While all casino staff are diligently wearing their masks, guests are at about 80, 20, maybe 75, 25 after today because I went to uh, Win and I think there was a heavy concentration of it at Win. Of people actually um, wearing masks. That, that might have tipped it back to 75, 25. Right. But it could have also been that they had a shit ton of employees, like, all over the place. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for coming. <laughs> uh, they were, so it's possible there. I also saw a lot of people with half masks on, which makes me think that people came going, so we're all wearing masks, right? Right? <laughs> Fuck, everyone's not wearing masks. I'm not wearing this mask. Right. What does what does um, half mask mean? Uh, like they'll have they'll have it on, but they'll have it pulled down under their face. Under their or oh, they'll, they'll have taken off one of uh, one one of the one loops, ear, so and it'll just be just dangling, dangling off the other side. Yeah. Some people have like big bandana things, and they're not wearing them. Like they'll have them pulled down. So, so it's, it's like a, a neck. It wraps around yeah, like the entire neck. neck and now it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of that. Um, people are like, oh well, if, if everyone else isn't doing it. Nothing. Yeah, it, I was surprised at because obviously Mark got out to look at a lot more than I did yesterday. But um, I did end up down at Cosmo, and I was really surprised. Number one, we parked in the parking garage and came up, you know, through the elevators, and there was no checkpoint for temperatures or or anything. We just walked right into the casino, 
And then number two, the number of people that did not have masks on really surprised me. And I got hit with a, just as I had said jokingly uh, before, and Karen's like, no, it doesn't work like that. I got stopped because I had come in from the outside and my temperature was running hot and they had to take it again. <laughs> well, I told you, they give oh, you like 15 geez. minutes to I cool stopped it down. I stopped at and he was like, excuse me, sir, your, your temperature's running a bit hot there. He goes, you just came in from the outside, right? I'm like... The door isn't but like <laughs> 20 feet from like here. You saw, me, you walk saw in. me walk in, right? Right. <laughs> That's but, wild. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they. so just to be clear, Mark, they, they merely asked you if you'd come in from outside and that's why your temperature was high or did they do anything other than ask you that? They did a second um, check with like a hand temperature gauge. Um, and so like they had like a big setup where you had to walk through this area and it would take your temperature and that's what read that I was running hot and then he's got like a hand temperature thing where he double checked it and he's like oh you're fine never mind I got you I got you so I've got a I've got a question and an observation here my first but they're they're tied together I promise right. um, my my question is so you had noted that um, it seemed like the properties weren't really enforcing the 50% capacity because of of demand and you thought it was probably running closer to 70 percent when you say the in, they're not enforcing the 50 percent capacity was that as it related to the casino floor was it the restaurants was it the hotels or, or is it just like a combination of of all of the above it was recommended when it when they reopened in phase two that they be at 50 percent capacity it was it was both of the hotels and yeah the, the hotels casino the casino floor. The, like the whole thing is supposed to be 50 percent the restaurants are spaced out that that one's easy to control yeah that was so easy to, to figure out. They have they're adjusted. Forced to do it. Yeah. But if the casinos aren't holding it up and they're they're booking 70% of their rooms, well... Sure. Then 70% of the casino is going to be filled right. easily. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So here's my observation. And and I, you know, again, I, I get the privilege of being able to read the, you know, the, the, the oh, script ahead of time. And so I can kind of think of these think these things through something else something else before before you continue yeah. um yeah so i went out and, and field tested a, a lot of these things and so far most of these places are just using um spacing like if you like there's only three chairs at a blackjack table but they don't have the plastic up the only right. people that have the plastic up are mgm properties and win resorts that's El, it. El Cortez. And El Cortez. El Cortez. That's right. Everybody oh, okay. else that I've been to, uh, to be fair, I haven't gone to the Strat or uh, Sahara uh, or Circus Circus, but everybody else that I've been to, Treasure Island, Cosmopolitan, all Caesars properties, uh, Venetian Palazzo, they're uh, the only people using the plastic dividers are MGM and uh, or MGM properties and uh, Wind Resorts. All right. All right. Fair enough. Moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite Vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear. Available in male and female cuts. Two styles. Multiple colors and sizes. Reasonably priced and cool as hell. Options include this week's featured property, the Sahara. When Milton Prell opened the Sahara in 1952, it was the sixth hotel casino on Highway 91. And in a prime location at the start of the Las Vegas Strip. The property would become such a significant part of the city's history that they named a street after it. Its evolution with that city is so vast, it can't be done justice on just one shirt. So Moonshot.com has four of them. The Sahara's brand name is so strong, it's doing what no one has done before in Vegas history. Return to the landscape and the building it used to occupy. These and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts are available at moonshot.com 
starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com. That's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com. Or go to our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. The other thing that I kind of wondered about is, granted, you know, so this isn't like a rebound from the Great Recession, where everybody had legitimately had lost their jobs because there was a truly an economic downturn. These were people that were temporarily unemployed because everybody said, well, you got to stop working, but there's still a demand for whatever it is that your job may be, by and large, I think. There's a part of me then that wonders if the difference, and, and this is an ever so slightly patting all of us you know, in the community on our back with what I'm about to say. I got to wonder, though, I wonder how much of the demand for Las Vegas that we're seeing in 2020 can be attributed to the Las Vegas podcasts and blogs and Twitter accounts and, you know, this, that social media that just wasn't around in 2007, 2008, because it seems to me like right now, what we've got more than anything is a camaraderie that's available for us in 2020 that we didn't have in 2007 2008 so we could grieve so to speak our loss of being able to go to las vegas together and then we could celebrate our ability again to go to las vegas together i think about some of the friends that we are friends with on facebook or and twitter right now that are posting from vegas mm-hmm. and, and and couldn't wait to get back and so we all get to celebrate this people that are listening to this podcast are getting to hear about truly boots on the ground in vegas and i again i just i wonder maybe it's just a small percentage but i gotta wonder to what extent is vegas rebounding because of this sort of vegas uh internet community that's been created over the last 13 years that's a that's a great observation i mean i it's, i i think if anything new media helps to enhance virtually everything so if you're missing a, uh, a place it gives you the ability to vicariously be there or get information about it or or you know whatever your itch is you know there's something that there's something out there to help you scratch it i guess most definitely most definitely <laughs> yeah and i karen what what, all, what what tell me about your experiences because i know you got to be the very first something something <laughs> i did i did so um you know cosmo as everybody knows is my favorite property and i was kind of thinking you know that was where i wanted because i had to work yesterday but then i was thinking okay maybe i'll run down for dinner or whatever and then they emailed me um, $45 in identity play and a $30 food and beverage credit. So I was like, sold. Um, <laughs> so we went down and actually I was the first customer in Haleo once they reopened. Um, and my one of my favorite bartenders was there, Melissa. Yeah, even knew her. And, uh, you hey, know, yeah, it was great to first. see her and, um, yeah, just to kind of be the first one in there. So it was, it was awesome. I think I, it, this feels right now like ideal Vegas like like they've created like I almost think Vegas is better right now like and and I'm not saying that I don't want it to go back to the way that it was because I do but what I mean is a guy that that I I love taking over a craps table don't necessarily like stepping up to one with a ton of people that I don't know at it (laughs) Um, and especially when there's no room you know when you get in a nice comfy blackjack table like Hey, person way over there. This is awesome that we're not sitting on top of each other. (laughs) (laughs) The the downside for me is that from the restaurant perspective, um, 
most of them are open, but they are limited hours and days. Mm. So whereas like Haleo used to be open for lunch, now they're not opening till five o'clock and it's only, I think, was it Wednesday to Sunday? See, I think all that stuff is going to be temporary too because they're trying to find out what demand is. Oh, yeah. And clearly it's already exceeding what they projected. Definitely. And, and we've noticed too, um, actually Cosmo, we noticed it both at the Chandelier Bar as well as at Haleo. Um, limited menus of things. So yeah, everything's got a limited menu right now. Which yeah, just it makes just sense be ready for that because they don't know. It makes sense. They well, actually, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you. Yeah, because this is kind of my thing. <laughs> um, they don't. They didn't know what it was going to look like. How many people were going to be back? So, and I do think that the call to reopen happened kind of quickly. So, if they you know had specialty I orders, think it wasn't communicated well. I think is the problem. Well, yeah. But if they, if they had specialty food, like a perfect example was I was going to try a verbena at the Chandelier Bar for the first time. They don't have the flowers in. So, you know, it's stuff like that that I don't know if it's, you know, the supply chain takes too long to get restarted or if they just didn't know, you know, what's the demand going to look like. And, and it'll all come back. Absolutely it will. It's just that's kind of the, the weird, surreal part of it right now is just, you know, everything's a little bit of a limited menu. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you guys. I, I think that my final closing thought is just to say, I agree. I think things are going to pop back much, much faster than anyone ever imagined. And I think that we're starting to see it just in these uh, casinos that are coming back online sooner than they had originally planned. So yeah, definitely. Uh, I guess that's going to do it then for news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Thanks to the most recent upgrade, the MGM Grand Resort's mobile app is finally useful. The <laughs> app now allows for check-ins as well as it serves as a digital room key. I, so I got—I do have to ask a clarification question uh, because I don't—I I only stay at old school properties, you know, like say Flamingo. <laughs> Actually, you can do this at Flamingo. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, is do I still get a key even if I can even if I can use the app as my as my digital room key do I still get a physical key you can get one if you want one but you don't have to your you know funnel why I, now works so one of the notes that I have here in the column of my uh, of my because I also am old school listeners at home and I always print off my <laughs> script every week which just drives Mark and Karen crazy it doesn't bother me in the least but. Um, I have written in the in the margins here dead battery alert I think that it's taken for granted oh. that if you're doing Vegas right, by the time you roll back into your room, if your phone isn't dead, you've got like two percentage points, uh, two percentage, yeah, battery left of your, <laughs> and you're just praying that it's still going to be good and, and wow, yeah, that's, and you've, you've totally turned down like the, the screen. So you almost can't even see it because it's so damn dark, but you don't want to burn up any battery with the screen. I just... That's only <laughs> That's a great That's a good point. point. Yeah, I didn't think of that. But I mean, they do have so many more charging stations around now than what they used to. I mean, you can go cozy up to a bar, and most of them. The have only a place thing that scares me in. about that is usually by the time my battery's getting t- getting getting run down, I'm usually three sheets to the wind. I'm usually pretty good, and I, my fear is that I'll, I'll forget it there. You're just to oh to charge it. Things. Yeah. Or forget what your login is and your face ID isn't working because you're wearing a mask and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, like there's, right. You know, to log into the app to get your key. There's there's all kinds of challenges that can work with that. <laughs> if, if you are a 360 Vegas vacation goer, uh, do 
me a favor and please pack one of those little pocket uh, chargers because I have bummed that off from many of our <laughs> friends, Bogan, Mitchell, Andrew. They've all, all the been. Yep. They've all come to my. Uh, you bummed it off rescue. of me too. Yeah. All oh, the time. Uh huh. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Anything for you, Tony. I appreciate it. Vital Vegas reports that Stratosphere has rebranded their Boulevard and Main Tap House to APTs. Stratosphere is owned by the company that also owns the PTs. I wonder if their um, rewards programs are linked then. It is there. They are? Yep. Okay. What is APTs? Is it's, it a Barnum? It's a... Um, <laughs> it's a... It, they don't serve food, right? It's, like it's a sports just, bar. It's just a... I'm not sure if they... I, I want to say they do food, but it's 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 like a, it's, it's like a sports bar. So yeah, there's lo- there's locations all over. There's tons of the t- them. all over the city. I'm almost, um, I'm almost certain it's a sports bar, and they've got food in there. Yeah, go ahead and check. Yeah, I'm checking. Melts Vegas confirmed. Oh wait a minute, we've already had this confirmed. So a rock and roll marathon is off. Yeah. Yeah. Melts yeah. Vegas confirmed that it was on. He our, was wrong. Our friend uh, Christina at Raising Las Vegas got an email yesterday, and she was pretty crushed. Yeah, because you know she's the the crazy marathon runner of the group. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Good for her. Sahara is temporarily waiving its resort fees in celebration of the reopening of Vegas. This is a hell of a promotion. They're going to run it from June 4th of this year, June 4th, 2020, till May 31st next year of 2021. So for the next year, uh, I may try to at least stay one night at Sahara just to try to support them because that's that's kick ass. Yeah. They do. PT's does offer food, by the way. See, there you go. Uh, where are we at? There we go. Surprising to almost no one, it has been revealed that the project known as Fontainebleau or the Drew is once again dead, unable to secure funding for the project. Yeah, that's, I feel like <laughs> you should just keep calling it the Fontainebleau because that's the that's what it was best known for yeah. as, as a failure. Because it never did it. I mean, they didn't do anything yeah, to they it did as a Drew. So it. It I is think still, they drove a couple trucks on there. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> still the, the, the shell, the ghost of the Fontainebleau. Right, exactly. Venetian opened their newest poolside cafe, Spritz. Spritz is brought to you by the people responsible for Yardbird and Chica, both at Venetian and Palazzo. It was announced this week that CES, the tech industry's largest convention, will be held in person in Vegas in 2021. CES is one of the primary reasons why the LVCVA invested $980 million in the expansion and uh, tore down our beloved Riviera. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and then they're not even using the land that it was on. Exactly. Fuckers. <laughs> Allegiant Stadium opened their massive Lanai doors this week, showing off the future Eternal Flame, paying tribute to the former Raiders owner Al Davis as its center ple- centerpiece. The torch, which is made of carbon fiber and aluminum, won't have an actual flame inside it, but a mixture of lights and special effects. And in devastating news, Vito Vegas is reporting that Twin Peaks, the restaurant serving 29-degree beer at Mecca Walgreens, will not reopen post-COVID shutdown. Uh, also, Morel's Steakhouse at Venetian will not be reopening. They aren't related other than... No, they're, they're not they're related. Not. But <laughs> There's still another place not reopening. <laughs> no, that's, that's disappointing because I do believe that... Um, Twin Peaks was supposed to have been on the um, uh, Vegas vacation itinerary. I believe it was. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I love their food there. Their food was the great. Their food was really good. Mm-hmm. So it is disappointing that that they're not coming back. And they were usually always busy when I went yeah. there. I mean, maybe not busy is like packed, but you know, like it's the, the only thing that I would I would critique is that the entrance to that place 
was nuzzled like in in, in 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 a little back corner right. there. Yeah, to try to get. And then in. once you got in it, it's huge. Right. It's got multi floors or whatever, but it's almost like you could accidentally walk past it if you didn't know it was there. And I um, I I'm obviously watching which restaurants are opening and not opening, you know, closely. And I think in the restaurant industry places like Twin Peaks and I don't know if they have a parent company that like Darden or whatever but a lot of these restaurants are going to have a hard time just coming back because either their business models were weren't sustainable um, you know just the impact of the shutdown for that many months is going to drive a lot of these you know places I think to not reopen um, so I'm I hate to say that I'm not surprised that Twin Peaks isn't coming back. But. See, I, I, Twin Peaks is the one I'm surprised about. Um, like, if you told me Tilted Kill was about to close, because I've seen Tilted Kill, that place isn't usually busy. Right. Well, I think their food has gone downhill. Tilted Kill? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, it, it's... I just... I, I've always seen um, that place busy. I've always seen, yeah. you know, it's it's always a great place. I don't know. I love the place. I'm, I'm bummed. Well, I guess that's going to do it then for news and prep bets. Why don't we check the river? All right. For this week's river, we've got a 360 FHE. This is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape in Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week, you went out and you explored the city with a new motor scooter. So, uh, I mean, we kind of know how it played out, but tell yeah. us more about your first <laughs> Let's not, no, 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 no. That happened today. That accident happened today. This this is oh, a completely oh, different situation. So uh, I ended up getting a new Segway scooter. Um, not not like the Segway people movers or whatever. You know, a little scooter, a little motor on it. It's like it's top speed's like 20 miles an hour. Uh, so I ended up doing a couple of laps on the strip. This is the day before everything opened back up because I was kind of shy about where I'm supposed to go because, like, this I mean, this thing's got some speed to it, but I'm like, do I put this on the sidewalk? Do I put it in the road? And then ultimately, it's according to the law and reinforced by lots of practice, I guess, is that <laughs> I've got exact um, the exact right of way as a bicycle does. Uh, which is on the road, anywhere on the road. So all I have to do is be confident in myself that, yeah, yeah, you're allowed here. You're allowed here. It's okay. Um, the one thing I did try to avoid was North Strip because it is a fucking war zone oh my God. construction it right now. It is so torn up. Like every single, like it's down to one one yeah, lane. I one mean, lane in each direction. Yeah, it's, it's pretty tore up. So I stayed away from there. I did notice, and I can say this with 100% accuracy, that... Harris has a fresh coat of paint on it and not just um, sarcastically because I literally saw them painting, painting Harris. <laughs> uh, Venetian and Palazzo were both working on new signage and I even took the opportunity to, um, I didn't intend to do this, but ended up heading down Sands and saw the work that they were, work, uh, the progress they have on the MSG Spear at Venetian, mm-hmm. which is at about 25 to 30% done. It doesn't look very cylindrical yet. <laughs> Well, they got to get it up. Otherwise, it's, you know. They got to get it up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Link has some new frontage, which actually looks pretty sharp, although in reality, all it is is a new wrap. <laughs> uh, and uh, the new social distancing signage they have uh, around, they have it all over the place. 
Um, like little stickers on the ground. On the by the Bellagio fountains. Yeah, Bellagio fountains, and then they've got it uh, on Fremont Street. Like it. Yeah, the Fremont Street is weird. It's like a, this grid. Well, they have like a concert area. Where, where, like right. in front of the concert area, like where they, they're spaced out little sticker spots that are like six feet from each other. And I'm like, is this really what a concert's going to look like? Like these little clusters of, of couples? people every, yeah. Yeah, every six feet. <laughs> in like a tic-tac-toe grid. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the scooter thing is a lot of fun. I think it's going to gonna help me to, to get out there and see at least exterior changes, inter- interior changes. I need to, I need to hoof it still. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for episode number 332. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on over at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegastony. Karen. I'm at 360vegaskaren. He just told you where you can find me. So until next time. Yeah.